Good Erev Shabbat Zot Chanukah In this week's parsha, Yosef's dreams are fulfilled The brothers will come down to Egypt and they will bow down before him. So uh, Yosef lived his entire life uh, on the basis of his dreams, of his ambitions, that he would be an important person and that everybody would recognize that. And that out of all of the brothers, he would be the dominant figure. So that is uh, his uh, mindset. And even though he has enormous reverses on the way, things happen to him that an ordinary person would admit that his dreams are false and that he is doomed to a lifetime of servitude and slavery of imprisonment (coughs) Yosef never wavers He's confident somehow that his dreams will come true. And for 12 years, he is in prison. And even though he wins the favor of the officers who are in charge of the jail, And he has uh, a position of relative importance and comfort. And nevertheless, it's a far cry from what he imagined that his dreams would result in. And he certainly cannot expect now, when he is in jail, that his brothers should come and bow down to him. So that his uh, faith in his dreams is really uh, supernatural, it's illogical. One would say that if uh, you took him to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, they'd put him on medication. You know, the old jokes, there are no jokes anymore, but the old jokes used to be about the people in the insane asylum who said that he was Napoleon. And the doctor said, no, I'm Napoleon, not you. (laughs) So, he 
will be therefore redeemed by a dream. A dream that he does not have. And that at first glance is completely irrelevant to him and to his position. So the Torah tells us in this week's Parsha of Miketz, this is one of the few times that the Parsha of Miketz does not fall in Hanukkah. It's the day after Hanukkah. So therefore we will read in the Haftorah about the dream of Shlomo also. Paro has a dream. Now everybody dreams every night. Whenever we sleep, dreams are engendered. But this dream made an impression on Paro. There's sometimes that dreams are so real that when one awakens, doesn't, one doesn't realize was that a reality or was that a dream. So it says, Vatipoem Rucho. His uh, heart uh, skipped the beat. He was upset by the dream. And what is the dream that so upsets him? Well, so there are seven full sheaves of grain that swallow, that are swallowed by seven empty sheaves of grain. And there are seven emaciated cows that swallow seven fat cows. And those are his dreams. And the Mephoshim dwell on these dreams. Really, if we think about it, these are the dreams of empire. When the Medrash says Paro Cholein, it doesn't say Paro Cholam. The Pharaoh dreams. He didn't, not that he dreamt. So the Medrash says, Paro always had his dreams. But in his dreams, the opposite always happened. That the fat swallowed the thin. The fool swallowed the empty. which is the dream of empire of controlling others and now he had a dream that was reversed that the so to speak the weak swallowed the strong the impotent swallowed the powerful and that's what disturbed him. The Medrash teaches us 
and Rashi quotes it, that Paro not only dreamt the dream, he dreamt the interpretation as well. But that when he awoke, he forgot the interpretation. <coughs> and that only when Yosef came and told him again the interpretation, he remembered that that was what he dreamt. And that's how he knew that Yosef was telling him the truth. And that Yosef had these powers of being able to interpret the dream correctly. So, Paro is disturbed. Now, you have to understand that Paro is uh, the uh, leading dictator. He's the ruler of the ancient world. And you have to understand also that as did many in the ancient world and later world, the Greeks and the Romans, and till our time, there are rulers that make themselves into gods. All powerful, all omniscient. I mean, the what the Soviet Union was under Stalin, what Germany was under Hitler. In today's world, there are these people as well. And they transform themselves into gods. It's interesting that when Moshe Rabbeinu, the Marashi quotes it, when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, comes to visit a later Paro to tell him to free the Jewish people. So the Torah emphasizes that he always meets him in the morning in the bathhouse next to the river. And Rashid Herr says the interpretation that the Pharaoh had transformed himself into a god and that a god doesn't have to go to the bathroom. And that's why Moshe chooses to meet him uh, when he is not a god. Uh, there's a, a wonderful book by a Jewish uh, psycho German psychologist called uh, The Denial of Death. Yeah, which the basic premise is that everything we do in life is a denial of uh, our mortality. And that we take elaborate uh, measures uh, in order to avoid the thinking about our mortality. So he has there a, uh, an example which he said he was witness to is that there was a meeting of uh, 
two large corporations that were trying to work out the uh, multi-million or billion or trillion dollar deal and the uh, chief negotiator for one of the corporations in the middle of the negotiations suffered stomach cramps and he had to excuse himself and that when he came back He was in a far less potent negotiating position than he was before he left. Because before he left, he thought he was God. And that he could impose his will on the others. And he was reminded, as we all are reminded, that we are but mere mortals and that it doesn't uh, therefore justify our arrogance in our behavior. And another great example there in the book, uh, this is an example that I witnessed myself Uh, there was a period of time in my life that I I was a trustee for minor children who had a multi, multi-million dollar estate that they would take control of when they came to the age of 18. But they weren't 18 yet, so then the trustees were there. And the one of the assets that they owned was a big office tower in Manhattan. And uh, the people who ran the estate wanted to refinance this office tower, take a bigger mortgage. So they signed up for an $86 million mortgage, I remember. A big insurance company that was giving the mortgage. And uh, being one of the trustees, I had to show up at the closing because I had to sign papers. And I remember it was on the 86th floor of the World Trade Center of Blessed Memory. And you were in this lawyer's office. Uh, on the 86th floor with a, view, with, a, with a view all the way to Pennsylvania and uh, the furniture and the desk and the paneling and the, the secretaries and everything you know he's talking 86 million dollars and in the middle of all of this the things that are most ubiquitous in New York City are cockroaches. <laughs> and a cockroach is climbing up the uh, desk. <laughs> and you got, you know, the, the chief uh, lawyer uh, wearing this $5,000 suit and everything, you know, and there's the cockroach. <laughs> 
So I thought to myself, does the cockroach know where he's at? Does he know he's on the 86th floor of the World Trade Center? Does it make any difference to him? Obviously not. So part of the task that the Torah wants us to realize is to see ourselves in smaller perspective. We can do everything. We can go to the moon. But we're still only human. So Paro proclaims himself as the God. We read in the Haftorah in Vera, Lia Yeor, Vani Asisini, I created the Nile River. Now the Nile River is the breadbasket for Egypt and the entire Middle East at that time. If the Nile River doesn't overflow, it's a drought. It's a famine. So Pilate says, I'm the river, I made it, you know, I'm the God. Everything is me. So he has these dreams. The thin eat the fat. The empty eat the full. Crazy dreams. And he's gnawed by the fact that he knows he knows the interpretation, but he can't remember it. And you all know that there's probably nothing more frustrating in life than trying to remember something that you know, but you can't remember it. Because in our mind, in the computer that the Lord has granted us, everything is stored. The uh, skill is, so to speak, to press the right button. So Paolo calls in his professional uh, interpreters of dreams. Soothsayers is, I think, the English word. He has smart people. They're not idiots. They're running an empire. And he tells them the dream. He's standing by the river. The cows come. Fat cows. Then come thin cows. The thin cows eat the fat cows. He has the sheaves of grain. They're full sheaves. And they're empty sheaves. And the empty ones eat the full ones. That's the dream. Interpret it for me. So Rashi, quoting the Medrash again, it's a Gemara. They give him all sorts of wild interpretations. He's going to have seven daughters, and then the seven daughters will die. 
he's going to conquer seven cities but then the seven cities will be destroyed he's going to win seven lotteries but then he won't be able to spend the money so I want to ask you are they idiots? You don't have to be Yosef to figure out what's going on here. We're talking about cows and sheaves of grain. So we're talking about agriculture. We're talking about food. So we're talking about famine. We're talking about plenty. We're talking about inflation, deflation, whatever words we want to give to it. But we're talking economics. And they tell him Bonabice is like this, you know, he's going to have seven daughters, seven cities, seven this, seven that. So why did they tell him that? So in the Torah it says, Vain poseer osom lefaro. They did not interpret the dreams to the Pharaoh. So Rashi says the simple shot to the Pharaoh means to the Pharaoh's satisfaction. They interpret the dreams, but not to the satisfaction of the Pharaoh, because he had in the back of his mind the correct interpretation, and none of this registered. So it can't be that that should be the correct interpretation. But there's an alternate pshat, an additional pshat that can be said here, which is a very telling insight. They knew the interpretations. They knew they're talking about famine and about plenty. They may not have known the details, but they know the general subject matter. You don't have to be, you know, a genius to figure out fat cows and thin cows, fat sheaves and empty sheaves. You're standing by the river, you know, you can figure it out. It's not, there's not, uh, there's not a Ruach HaKodesh necessary, so to speak. they couldn't tell it to him because that would mean that he's not the God <coughs> if they told him the interpretation of the dream that there are going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine that the Nile would not overflow that he could not control that. They were certain that he would uh, hand them their heads. So they told them all sorts of wild interpretations. 
Oh, you have seven daughters, seven cities, seven empires, seven, seven lotteries, seven this, seven that. Ain't poser o some lifaro. To paro, they couldn't get, say the interpretation. They said the inter- they knew the interpretation. And that's why when Yosef reveals himself, everybody agrees that Yosef is it. Why did the smart men agree? They should have said our interpretation is better. Because they knew the correct interpretation. And the greatness of Yosef is that he said it to Paro. Here's a person taken from the jail. From the lowest dregs of society. And he stands in front of the Pharaoh. So one would think that you want to find favor in the eyes of a pharaoh. Oh yeah, I voted for you in the last election. Almighty pharaoh. Yosef is not like that. Yosef tells him straight to his face. Listen, there's going to be a hunger. There'll be a famine, and you're not be able to do anything about it. He doesn't give him any ideas how to prevent the famine. He doesn't tell him to build the Aswan Dam. He says all we can do is store up grain and hope for the best. Because Paro, you don't control it. Paro, it's not your river. And that's what he said, Biladai, what happens to me doesn't matter. Elohim Yaneh Shlom Paro, God is going to take care of you. You're not it. You can't control the cockroach. And that's the greatness of Yosef. There used to be an expression in America to speak truth to power. Today it's only an expression. But that's what Yosef does. He speaks truth to power. He tells you, power, listen, buddy. There are things that are beyond your control. You say you're the God of the river, you're going to see you're not the God of the river. And then Paro remembers the interpretation. Usually if a person hears something that's true, it resonates in his mind. It clicks. We were all able to know the truth, the difference between falsehood and truth. We may be afraid to say the truth, 
But we know, for instance, that a boy is not a girl. We know that. Can't say that. But nevertheless, that's the, that is the truth. And the truth resonates in our mind. We know now what Hamas is, what we should do. That's the truth. Do we have the courage to say it and act upon it? That's the question. Yosef says the truth to Pharaoh. Chazal say that uh, Pharaoh was afraid of Yosef. That Yosef, so to speak, could blackmail him. Rashi says that what that means is that you have to know all the languages of the world. Paro claimed to know all of the languages in the world, but he had a good yeshiva education, so he didn't know Hebrew. <laughs> and Yosef knew that, and therefore Paro was afraid of him. But there's a more subtle understanding of that. Paro was afraid of him because he knew Yosef said the truth. Yosef was not a psychophant. Told him what it was. And many times in life the powerful are very much fearful of the truth tellers. So all of this plays into the story here. The dreams, the interpretations, the wise men, how Paro treats Yosef. We'll talk about it later when uh, Paro meets Yaakov. Strange meeting that the Torah doesn't really tell us what happened there. But when he sees Yaakov, he knows knows Yosef. He figured out who Yosef was. (coughs) Figured out how he had the power to tell him. So there are great lessons here. Lessons for all of us. Certainly for the time that we live in. And just as Yosef came from the pits to the heights, and the Lord has begun to raise us also from the pits to achieve the heights, and we'll be at Zolchet to have a good and peaceful Shabbat. Thank you very much. Saturday night, the lecture is on Jefferson Davis.